gentlemen. Get ready for the... The Rich Eisen Show. Love it. Love it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I played in the Pac-10 and now coached in the Pac-12 and now it's going to be the Pac... The Rich Eisen Show. We'll see. (laughs) Um, But the longer-term implications, no one has any idea. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. Super Bowl winning head coach, Bruce Arians. Coming up, ESPN College Game Day analyst, Desmond Howard. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-Rich is the number for you to dial. You got this. To join us. I do. Only, I've only been saying that phone number for eight years. For so long. I know. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to join us here on our YouTube stream. And we say hello to our terrestrial radio friends out there on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network and Odyssey as well. We're going to be on Sirius XM back there at Lickety Split. And we're going to be on the Roku channel coming in September. One last uh, friendly reminder in this third hour of the program that Roku devices select Samsung Smart TVs, uh, Samsung Smart TV, Fire TV, all going to have the Roku channel on them for you to stream us free. You can download the Roku app on your mobile devices. The Roku channel is free there as well. Desktop, the Roku channel.com. You pop that one into your URL and then you start watching us for free. That's all coming and you don't have to pay a dime for it. We're so excited about that right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We've already talked to Bruce Arians and Kurt Warner Super Bowl winners, they, Kurt Warner, a Super Bowl MVP, and the same goes for our next guest. One of my favorite people on the planet. There's not a lot of people. Last night, Aaron Judge hit a 50th home run, and I celebrated with my children, jumping up and down. Um, Very few uh, sporting moments excite me. Hmm. Uh, Do this professionally, no cheering in the press box, things of that nature. Um, So uh, very few people have given me as much joy as this man on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show um, and uh, talking to him about all things college football and all things Desmond Howard on behalf of the Townhouse Game Day Dippers, if you will. Desmond Howard on the program. How are you doing, Des? What's going on? Rich, I'm doing great. It's just an honor to oh, be able to, to speak to you. Always. I always look forward to these opportunities. And, um, I, you know, my favorite quote right now is, say it with your chest. <laughs> you saw it! <laughs> <laughs> that's my man right there, Jimmy. That's my guy. You saw, you, you saw, you saw my, you saw my work in your native Ohio, Desmond. Correct? You saw my work. You saw my. I, I saw your work, sir. And you, you tremendous as you. <laughs> <laughs> because, boy, uh, yes, to the sir. Cantonians, the wonderful people of Stark County, Ohio, whenever I uh, appear there every year with the NFL Network is coverage of the uh, Hall of Fame uh, ceremonies and also uh, honored, bestowed the honor of hosting the Jacket Dinner. Uh, the OHs that I hear and over the last 10 years, it, uh, they echo. They yeah. echo and yeah. they, they, they yeah. stuck with me and um, I remember every last one of them. <laughs> and boy, did I just really give it right back. I'm so glad you, because I was going to ask you if you saw my handiwork. In oh, absolutely. <laughs> Watched it like a dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch it 42 times. That's basically what I was trying to say. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I know that's right. I should have watched it ten more times. <laughs> Thirty more times. Thirty more. Yeah, I know you're right. That was, that was amazing. Great, that was great. Loved it. Loved yes, it. the MVP of Super Bowl thirty-one, uh, eleven fewer than the number of points Michigan put on Ohio State this year. <laughs> Here on the Rich Eisen Show. I could keep going on and on. It's just... I I have written, however, a very large check that I hope our Wolverines can cash in the horseshoe later in November, Desmond. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Well, I know you you like Michigan. I saw they were one of your four teams to make the college football playoffs. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Now, you know, I think that they have a lot of firepower on offense. Um, They have two quarterbacks who are really outstanding players, and obviously that put... Jim in the position that he's in now, where he's going to start one this week and start the other next week. So you got two great quarterbacks. Uh, I think the one-two punch with Blake Corum and uh, and Donovan Edwards is maybe one of the best one-two punches in, the, in all the college football. Two just extraordinary running backs. I like the quality of depth in the wide receivers room. I really do. You got two tight ends who will be playing in the NFL. So I just think offensively they have a lot of firepower. My concern is, it's a legitimate concern, I know. the offensive coordinator. Yep. Josh Gaddis is down in Coral Gables now with the University of Miami. And Jim, his approach to offensive coordinator position is like coordinator by committee, meaning there's not going to be just one play caller. So I'm really curious, curious to see how this experiment plays out with this offensive coordinator by committee. And uh, defensively, Obviously, you know, we we lost pretty much three first rounds. I mean, Ajabo yeah. popped his Achilles, so he wasn't drafted in the first round. But, there, you know, it's clear everybody had first-round talent. And McDonald went back to Baltimore to be the D.C. with the Baltimore Ravens. So, But they bring in a, uh, a new D.C. who actually coached in Baltimore with McDonald a couple of years ago. So it's the same system, same philosophy, same terminology. So there's not going to be... A uh, big difference in that department, which which is good. And I do believe that they rotated enough guys up front where guys may not be quote unquote starters. No, forget me. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's hard to replace Hutchinson and Ajabo. There's no doubt about that. But guys got you know valuable playing time, valuable valuable playing experience. So we're gonna see. The defense may take a little bit longer to come around, but they're gonna have some time because the schedule is really not that tough. Um, early on, and um, so it's going to be interesting, man. It's well, going to be interesting. Can't wait. Well, Desmond, I've, I always have been, you know, thinking over the last ten years, dreaming that Michigan would beat Ohio State and make the Big Ten championship game in the college football playoff. I just didn't think that the follow-up would be, you know, Jim um, spending signing day with the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, I'm serious. And then, and then starting the season with uh, rotating quarterbacks the first two weeks, and then changing coordinators and and my concern out of all of that though is uh Hutchinson and Ajabo were such difference makers who are going to be the people to step up when Ohio State clearly is reloaded because that's what they do and they're better I mean what 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 why would you think Michigan could beat Ohio State again and and Ohio State um is is number two that would be beyond great I would uh, by the way I don't know if they'd have me back in Canton next year knowing what will come but but why, why do you think why, why do you think that it's basically what I'm I'm saying to you. on paper it shouldn't happen right on paper it should it shouldn't happen that's clear I think that people are people are looking at 
Ohio State and just thinking about the offense. No one's paying any attention to the defense. All only thing you hear is they got this guy, Jim Knowles, who comes from uh, Stillwater. He's with Oklahoma State mm-hmm. for the past few seasons, and they became very good on defense eventually. But if you look at his track record when he was there, uh, first of all, Oklahoma State a year ago, most people would tell you, had better personnel on their defense than Ohio State has right now. That's what most people would tell you if you look at their defense a year ago. So it's not like he's going to just come to Columbus, wave his magic wand, and their defense is going to be instantaneously fixed. It took him about five years to get him, get that defense, the Oklahoma State Cowboys defense, to the point where they were last season under him. It's not like he came in and instantly they were like a top you know, 10 defense or a top 15 defense. It didn't happen overnight. So I still think there's some work to do defensively with the Buckeyes. And, um, you know, you can't keep – it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with with, uh, with him, especially in this Notre Dame game. Because I just don't think – you know, Notre Dame is a 17-and-a-half-point underdog against the Buckeyes. Wow. It's going to be really interesting to see how this game plays out because – Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator for Notre Dame, coached against Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator for Ohio State, in the Fiesta Bowl when Jim Knowles was coaching Oklahoma State. So he's now more familiar with Jim Knowles and how he approaches his defense and how he's going to have to attack this Ohio State defense. But now, without the personnel that Jim Knowles had in Stillwater, if that makes sense. Desmond Howard here on the Rich Eisen Show, ESPN College Game Day Analyst, Super Bowl MVP, Heisman Trophy winner, and we'll talk about uh, the Game Day Dippers coming up uh, shortly here on the program. So uh, everyone knows uh, I adore you, Desmond, uh, you know, and they, they know um, you're my guy and, you know, Charles Woodson's my guy and, you know, the, the people know that. So when you predicted four teams to make the college football playoffs this weekend that um, – were, let's just say, a little out of the ordinary. I got a lot of texts from people saying, come get your boy. That's what they say. Come get your guy right now. Uh, what's going on with Dez? Has he lost it? Is he, you know, <laughs> is he is he tripping with another Green Bay Super Bowl MVP? Like, what's going on with your guy, Desmond Howard? Um, so I will give you the floor, sir. Michigan, Texas A&M, Baylor, and Pitt with Texas A&M over our Wolverines in the national championship game. What's up with that, Desmond Howard? What do you oh, my man. So it, it, dep- it depends on where you want me to start. So let's, let's start with Pitt. I believe the ACC is wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson is in the – Dabo Sweeney and Clemson, they're in the same uh, predicament as Michigan from the standpoint that he lost both his coordinators. So his defensive coordinator, Brent Venables, longtime D.C. at Clemson, he went to Oklahoma to become the head coach, and Tony Elliott, longtime offensive coordinator at Clemson, went uh, to take the head coaching job at UVA. And you're looking at a Clemson team that, you know, they, they didn't look great last year, especially under their quarterback, DJ Uangalale, and now he comes back. We don't know what's going to happen with them. Like, the ACC is wide open, but I do like Pat Narduzzi. I like his style of, of – of play, his team's already always tough, very physical up front in the trenches. They bring on Keaton Slovis, who used to be at USC, mm-hmm. had a great year, 2018, with them. So I think he's a very capable quarterback. The ACC is wide open, so I can see Pitt for the second year in a row winning um, the ACC championship game. Um, Texas A&M people were just incensed with um, 
uh, Nick Saban's comments about Jimbo Fisher and yes. the recruiting of the Aggies. Well, he made that comment because Jimbo, I don't know if it's quietly or not, but Jimbo has been stacking top recruiting classes year after year after year. Eventually, that has to pay out some sort of big dividends for the Aggies, and I think this year may be the year. Don't forget, last year, they beat Alabama. So this is a team that don't think, they don't believe, like they know they can beat Alabama. They can compete with Bama in the trenches. And now... They're going to circle the wagons, man, because of what he said about, you know, their recruits and Jimbo Fisher and all that. That's just, you know, that's just gas on the fire, on the fire so to speak. So I, I, it's going to be interesting to watch that game. Baylor, uh, I think Dave, Dave Aranda does a, just a great job. Man. If you've ever had a chance to sit down with him, man, he's just – he gets it. He's a cerebral coach. He gets his guys playing a physical brand of football. Um, I like their quarterback who's coming back. So I can see Baylor. And as a matter of fact, if you watch game day, like I think maybe two or three other guys picked Baylor to win the Big 12. So, you know, you got Baylor, Pitt, you know, I told you why Michigan, right. and Texas A&M. And uh, so that's why. It's, it's just so easy, though, to pencil in Alabama, to pencil in Georgia, to pencil in Clemson. You know, it's just like will somebody have some – testicular fortitude to think outside the box every once in a while? I mean, please? That's all. Yes. That's all, brother. Yes. Yes. So when you said this in the game day morning, I mean, in the uh, college game day meeting, did, were they like, okay, we like it? They, of course they did. You went, you went outside the box. They must have loved that in your meeting. Absolutely, you man. Absolutely. Come on. Okay. So, yeah. I like it. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're going to check your work. We will check your work as, as the season goes along. All right. Tell me, uh, I know your time is limited, about the Townhouse Game Day Dippers campaign. What is this, Des? Yeah, what is this? man. So check this out. So Townhouse Game Day Dippers, they're these crackers that, you know, they still got the same, um, you know, classic townhouse taste and texture. I mean, they're delicious, but they're shaped like footballs. And because, um, you know, Football season's here now. Nothing says football like tailgating. So these are the perfect crackers to use to either elevate or spice up your spreads, your tailgate spreads. And it makes every tailgating feel like a touchdown. Now, the reason I I hooked up with them is because it combines my passion for football, which I love, with, um, you know, my favorite snack. This is like my go-to snack. And I have four recipes, too. Okay. Four recipes, yeah. One is um, the homemade halftime hummus. I happen to love hummus. And <laughs> another one is a first down jalapeno cheese dip. And there's three dipping techniques you can use, too. But it's just like a match made in heaven. Now, you got to go out and get them now, though, because of limited supply. You know, and then it just started in August. Go get them now. And then look at the back of the box for especially marked packages mm-hmm. where you can enter a chance to win the ultimate fan cave makeover, too. I almost got fan caves. And yes. Every now and then it needs a makeover, my man. Kellogg's Family Rewards dot com for the to, for your for your uh, for your recipes as well. What do you mean? There's diff, di- different dipping styles. What are you talking? I got about? I got okay. three different I got three different dipping techniques. One okay. is a dip and twist. Yes. One is a dive play, and the third one is a daring double dip. So you got to check it out at <laughs> Kellogg's Family Rewards dot com. <laughs> no double dips, though, right? Okay. No dip. uh, yes, say it with your chest too, right? Say right. it with your chest. Love it. I, <laughs> get t-shirts printed with that on there man come on (laughs) 
making you. I don't, I, honestly, uh, I was saying on this program, Desmond, that you know, I, I, you know my wife, you know Susie, uh, right? And and I've got three beautiful children. You're a family man as well. Um, outside of my marriage and my children. I think that Canton experience with me saying it with my chest is the proudest I've ever made of myself. I've ever felt of myself in my entire life. And the fact that I've gave you joy and you said you watched it over and over again. Oh, my God. You've made my day. Absolutely. absolutely I can't wait to talk to you to tell you that, my man. Uh, Take care of yourself, Desmond. Thanks for the call. You be well. Take care. You too. Thank you. Right back at you. At Desmond Howard. I follow him. You should as well. Truly is one of my most favorite people on the planet. That's my man right there. Uh, That's perfect. <laughs> he was he was so that happy. Is, <laughs> I, I I have to tell you, okay, how lucky I am to be friends outside with Desmond. Of, outside of you know, again my my marriage, uh, which is you know going to be twenty years strong next June, and my three beautiful children, including my youngest daughter who turns nine today. Taylor, I, I, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky to have a show like this. I'm so lucky to have you guys and friends and what have you. And but going to Michigan, eighty-six to ninety. Jim Harbaugh was my first coach. I mean, my first quarterback. And then towards the end of the tenure there, when the three yards in a cloud of dust, Michigan Wolverines were were kind of losing a little bit of steam. And then the final year. Um, that I was there. It was Bo's final year there. They made the Rose Bowl. And Elvis Gerback started playing quarterback. And he found this small-ish, undersized, wide receiver who started torching people towards the end of the year. And I'm like, where has this kid been all year? Where's he been? They didn't use him that much in my senior year there. Next year and the year after, Beating Notre Dame on a fourth, you're going throwing it in the end zone on fourth and inches, right? And then winning the Heisman Trophy, and then going to the NFL and winning a Super Bowl MVP in the year before I started on Sports Center. Just the guy in terms of pridefulness, because it's tough to remember, you know, with Brady and Charles Woodson, that before the two of them was Desmond Howard and the pridefulness and joy that he gave me and the pridefulness he made me feel and all Wolverines fans through the roof and the fact that I get to call him a friend and I get to say what I said about the Wolverines in Canton, Ohio and he's watching it over and over again. I'm not a jaded man, but that's freaking awesome. It really is. That is my man right there. That's my man right there. And I heard I heard Dan's show talking about it on the way in. And they had a good question about Desmond's choices. I think Pabst asked this of DP. Um, if he gets two of the four right, that's enough, right? From the Via Sage. If he hits fifty percent on his picks, that's enough. Yeah, because they're, I mean, they're so the outside of the box. Because we're choosing a Big 12 team not named Oklahoma or Texas. Right. And we're choosing an ACC team to make the college football playoffs. I know that's that Cincinnati made it that's last not year. Clemson. But an ACC team that's not Clemson, yes. Right. Correct. And you're choosing the SEC team that... That's not Alabama or Georgia. Right. Or LSU. 
even, and you're choosing a Big Ten team that's not only not Ohio State, but is Michigan again? Right. Like, everybody thinks last year was a one-off fluke. That's what I've heard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, Especially with how talk. loaded Ohio State looks heading into the year. Correct. Massive offense, you know, big-time Heisman Trophy right. candidate. And the fact that Michigan, that at Harbaugh, went to knock on the door of the Minnesota Vikings, or at least answer their knock on his door, yep. within three weeks of of the national championship semifinal loss. Yep. And both coordinators gone, and both quarterbacks are getting to start in the first two weeks, and both edge rushers are gone, and Daxton Hill is gone. To choose Michigan to go back again under those circumstances would be significant, and oh my God, would that be amazing. And then I will show up to the jacket dinner like <laughs> Scarface. Testicular fortitude. This, with the testicular fortitude of Scarface. <laughs> say hello to my little friend. Or I would just, I wouldn't say anything. Wow. No, I wouldn't do that. No, nah. you would not say anything. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, that's funny. And I love the people of Stark County, Ohio. They know that, too. <laughs> 844-204-RICH, number to dial. All phone lines are lit, and so uh, keep trying. We'll take some calls and um, and unload them when we come back. And there's also something, uh, you know, I, I, I've called in the last hour talking about Serena and Pujols and from back in the day and doing well today still. I want to hit. Look at that picture. Fantastic. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, Chris Brockman, T.J. Jefferson, you guys choose the last player of this 
crazy ass oh, draft. Right. Did started. you just pick? I did. I just made my last choice. I chose uh, Jarek McKinnon of the Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. All right. I figure. Uh, interesting. You know, I took two Chiefs at the end. I took him and Justin Watson because Stone Street told me to take him. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, are there no defenses left? I was going to take Zach Wilson. Somebody snag him, too. Yeah. Crazy ass league. It'll be great. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the program. Mike in Tulsa, Oklahoma, has been hanging on for two hours. We'll take your call, Mike. What's going on, sir? Hey, Rich. How's it going? What's going on? Uh, so I want, kind of want to talk about that Northwestern Nebraska game that happened this last weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been hearing all about the Scott Frost faux pas and the the uh, onside kick when they're up 11. I want to talk about how great Pat Fitzgerald's really is and how how well he coaches his guys. Yeah. Like, I feel like that that is severely undervalued in the Big Ten. Like, he, like he himself is undervalued in the Big Ten with all these great coaches there. And I feel like he just doesn't get enough love. Well, I mean, David Shaw, who was on our program yesterday, uh, Pat Fitzgerald would definitely uh, be able to have a conversation with him because – they both have um, constraints as to which players or who they can offer scholarships to and bring in. Um, you know, in some schools, the provost is a turnstile. Like, go ahead. You want them? Take them. Um, in Northwestern uh-huh. and Stanford, the provost can kind of put up the stop sign and say that person is, does not academically, uh, um, is not academically viable for, for your football program. So he's got he's got some um, constraints on him, but that's also a beautiful thing. Is as, as uh, David Shaw said that they can offer kids something on the back end of their lives that they don't get right now, which is uh, a degree from Northwestern, uh-huh. which is what I have grad Absolutely. school. So uh, I I've, I fully respect it and appreciate you wanting to even bring it up here on the program. Mm, absolutely. And it's just like he, he elevates all of his players so much, and I feel like he just doesn't get enough love for it. Appreciate the call. Thanks for the call. Hanging in there for as long to give some Pat Fitzgerald love. Northwestern with the win in Ireland, everybody. They're 1-0. and Ohio State, Notre Dame is going to be big this weekend. Two versus five. Huge. And the team that's, that's second-ranked is favored by seventeen two and, and a half. half. Two and a half scores? 17 and a half. Here's what you're going to do, Rich. You're going to tease that down to 11 and a half. What do you mean? Because you feel comfortable. <laughs> what are you going to say? Words Ohio to it to State tease it? Probably winning by at least two touchdowns. I don't understand what but that means. <laughs> you want to rule out that late field goal, you know, the little, you know, sneak back door. You want to rule that out. Tease it down in 11 and a half. What do you, how does one tease something down? You got to tease it with another game. Tease it. So you got to take two, two games together. You Who came tease up with the phrase the, uh, teasing? What is it? Why do we call it teasing? It's probably Mo Green, to be honest. Um, appreciate that update. No problem. Tease it with Georgia, too, while you're at it. Bradley in Baltimore, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Bradley? Thanks for having me. I wanted to talk about basically how poorly the Trey Lance situation has gone for the 49ers. Because basically, you got to look at it as they traded three first-round picks for him. And the Rams, to get Stafford and Von Miller, which they probably wouldn't have won without, traded uh, two first-round picks and a second-round pick. No, I, I, I understand, but look, last year they didn't have to throw him in there. And that's to, to a team's benefit, to be able to allow him whatever seasoning they think he's re- it, it, it is required of him. Now, you could sit here and say, Mac Jones didn't require that. 
and you didn't choose him. You chose the other one. And you could sit here and say Justin Fields needed it and didn't get it. And that didn't really work out for him or his coach. So the Niners did the right thing. You got two examples of the quarterbacks that they left on the draft board that have different scenarios, and which is why they did what they did, because not only did they think it helped the player, but they also had a situation where they could do it. And the guy that they started was terrific and then decided to turn away from him. And had he been healthy, he had already been on another team. But he wasn't healthy, and the situation came up where they couldn't trade him They were going to have to cut him. And if he wound up on another team in their division, that wouldn't help them. And now they have kept him. And as I started the show, the issue is, is it now brings doubt upon the kid that they wanted to have season. That's the issue. So I don't think it's a total disaster yet. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. Thanks Thanks for the call. Thanks for my call. Appreciate it. There you go. I think that's the approach to take. There might be some saying, well, Jimmy G's here and Lance sucks. And if he didn't suck, Jimmy G would have been gone. Well, Jimmy G would have been gone if he was healthy. That's that's a fact. They'd have traded him away and that would have been it. And they would have used the draft choice in the draft. Yeah. Over. They would, they would have already, that draft choice would have already been acquired and turned in for a human being that would be on their roster right now, not named Jimmy Garoppolo, and would cost a hell of a lot less than $6.5 million. As I said, it just, Belichick had a chance to take his rookie quarterback, put him in right away because he was most game ready, more than Trey Lance. The Niners went with the kid who wasn't game ready because they knew he didn't have to play a game. As a matter of fact, Trey Lance, let's not forget, threw the first touchdown pass of the season for the 49ers last year. The idea was to put him in. And last year going into the Niners season, the question was, how are they going to do it with uh, Garoppolo? What, around the 15-yard line? They're going to take him out and put the other kid in? How's Garoppolo going to handle that? And then the kid did come in and throw first touchdown pass of the season. They won the game, and nobody was going out there thinking, what a mess the quarterback situation is, because it was 1-0. and oh. And they decided after a while, not workable to do this. Better to just keep Jimmy in the whole game. Right. And then Lance got a shot. Didn't look all that terrific. When's Jimmy coming back? Because the kid wasn't ready. Now they decide to turn everything over to him. And Garoppolo, it's better for them to keep him if they can make sure Lance can handle it and they can handle the situation within the locker room. I find it odd. I'm not going to lie. Because there is an issue with Lance. If they thought that Garoppolo wasn't helpful for being around entirely, they'd have got rid of him. It's odd, but if there's any coach and general manager who can handle it, it's these two. And if there's any coach and general manager that could survive it, if they're wrong about it, it's these two. So might as well do it. Better than seeing him in week two starting for Seattle against you. I guess. Let's go to Austin and Napa Valley. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Send some I love yeah, saying Austin. the words. What's going on there, Austin? How are the grapes? Austin? <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, we're starting to harvest already here, Rich. Oh. We're pretty excited about it. 
Uh, well, Rich, TJ, Brockman, Jay, I love your guys' show. Thank you, sir. Really make it up to Napa Valley. I'd love to roll through a carpet with you anytime. Oh my God, what are you a cab guy? What are you? What are you a blend? What are, what are you? Yeah, what are you? yeah, I work for an ultra premium Cabernet producer uh, oh. called Lita Walker oh. Colt Cabernet. Really small stuff. And speaking of uh, Coach Arians with uh, you know heart health, I'd uh, be delighted to send you guys a little sampler pack of wines uh, to make your cardiologist happy this afternoon. Okay. <laughs> Brockman wants free wine. So what you're saying to me, the off camera, get free wine? Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just met this gentleman. <laughs> what do you he mean? just told us to come up and hang out. That's so different than saying mean? I'll send you something free. You know. All right. Okay. Sure. What, what, sorry, what, Austin. What, Austin, sorry. what's on your mind? I, I didn't mean for Brockman to get in your pocket like that so quickly. <laughs> no, we're rich in wine, so we we got we think we got plenty of wine. We could send you guys some samplers. So, mm. as a uh, just a really congratulations on a great interview with Desmond Howard. As a Buckeye, it's hard to have him be so charismatic and just a wealth of knowledge. And now I have to rename my fantasy team uh, Testicular Fortitude. That's a great yeah. one. Did you write it down, Chris? Did you write it down? Rich, we have too many. Okay, got we it. Need to choose the shop's closed? Oh, the shop's my God. Closed? shop's closed. I know. Year. I think Rudd's coming on next week we to help us choose. To okay, this out. go for it, sir. Austin? Yeah, and just, yeah, I mean, you hit on, I, I'll call them, I'm a huge 49er fan, and you hit on all the major points. Uh, and I, I do agree that Kyle can manage the situation. And I think the major reason for keeping Jimmy is to buy time to extend his trade options till November 1st. If another, you know, as he's an asset, if another QB goes down. And like you mentioned, he has a good insurance policy, and he does know Kyle's system, which took a long time to learn. If he had to sit five games after he was traded from New England, and as a friend of your show, Albert Breer, mentioned, uh, I thought it was really wise that I think Lynch and Kyle likely had to consult with the roster leaders on the team to ensure that, you know, Trey still is the unequivocal number one. And, uh, you know, also Albert also mentioned that Trey is now making more base salary than Jimmy. So uh, I think those are just some things that I, I think, uh, you know, are, are something to think about in the situation. And, uh, Thanks for taking my call, guys, and go Buckeyes. Okay, thank you very much. That was a great call right up to the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should have cut him earlier. It's okay, I appreciate that. He well, he consumes the show. Like, we, we, the tent's big enough for Buckeye fans to like us. I mean, most, you know, Michigan players, many of them come from Ohio, you know, and, and, and the number of Buckeye fans I, I run into know so many Michigan, there's tons of Michigan fans in Ohio, so I get it. I, mean, I think we've covered this story today. I mean, there's no question about yeah, it. No question. Just the again, it. I thought it's Lance's team. If it's Lance's team, then why, why is Jimmy Garoppolo still on it? Because it was Jimmy's team for a while. Now it's no longer Jimmy's team. It's Trey's team. And normally, when that happens, you get rid of the guy whose team it used to be. You know. Texans just released Marlon Mack. Yeah, I almost grabbed him at the end. Um, wow. But that's Damian Pierce's doing Damian right Pierce there. Season. That's Damian Houston. Pierce's doing wow. right there. Wow. There's a new running back in Houston, and it's that kid. Any other cuts of note right there? Nothing, uh, nothing super surprising okay. uh, as of yet. All right, when we come back, uh, what's, uh, what's uh, old is new again, right? Yes. Yeah. And what's old has kids <laughs> doing well again? So what's going on? Crazy, crazy what's going on in the sports world we, I, I don't recall anything else like really it wild yeah. we'll, we'll kind of hit uh, we'll, we'll hit on that a little bit more when we come back here on the rich eisen show 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Albert Pujols has been on such fire. Cooper and I picked him up in our fantasy league. He was available. We picked him up because he was homering quite a bit. Yep. Last night he hit 694 earlier in the day as Albert Pujols hit 694 for the St. Louis Cardinals. Earlier in the day, Serena Williams in her final U.S. Open, she won her first round match. And that got some people to thinking. Because, you know, it's... Let me check here. It's on my phone. It's 2022. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And it got some people to thinking. When was the last time Serena won a U.S. Open match and Albert Pujols homered on the same day? And then somebody puts two and three others together that for the Blue Jays last night, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and... Kevin Biggio and Bo Bichette also had a hit. On August 29th, 2001, how about this? 21 years ago yesterday, 
Serena Williams won at the U.S. Open. Pujols hit a home run. And Vlad Guerrero Sr., Craig Biggio, and Dante Bichette, in other words, Kevin and Bo's dads, they also had a hit. <laughs> 21 is... years apart on the same date. That is so wild. So Vlad Sr., Craig Biggio, and Dante Bichette, their children got hits 21 years later the day that they did. And on the same day, the very same Serena Williams and Albert Pujols won at the U.S. Open and homered in a Major League Baseball game. It's nuts. And we're also seeing LeBron at the top of his game getting set to play another season with the Lakers, whose owner, by the way, apparently said in an interview that Russell Westbrook was the best player on the Lakers last year. Look that one up. And um, Tom Brady is getting set for year 95 for him. (laughs) And I just thought to myself, let's just flash forward to 21 years from now. Is there anybody who's doing anything right now going to do the same thing that we saw yesterday? Because LeBron back in 01 was in high school, right? Yeah, in okay. 01, he was in high school. Yeah, he, like, Stuart Scott and I were doing his Sports Center highlights. He was a junior in 2001. And then in 2001, Tom Brady on that date, August 29, 2001, was just that kid that they drafted in the sixth round the year before that was coming off of a terrific training camp and preseason that got the Patriots and some of their veterans looking at, at him saying, okay, the kid's got something, and then who knew – Two games into the season, they would need him. We actually looked it up. Uh, in 2001, today, yes. August 30th, he threw a touchdown pass against Washington. In a preseason game. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Brady is now the GOAT who uh, can uh, doesn't need long to remember how to play football again, as he said yesterday or over the weekend. Yeah. You want to take a crack at it? TJ Jefferson, 21 years from now? 21, so we're 21 years 21 from now. 21 years from now, who that's in the sports world right now is going to perform? So 2043. Oh, my God. That freaks me out <laughs> when I think about that stuff. Wow. Okay, 2043. I, I hope to have a lot of S going on. I still around. To have a lot of S going on. 2043, let's take a look at, uh, I think, 38, maybe 39-year-old quarterback who is uh, – Probably coming off of his fourth or fifth MVP in his uh, Joe Burrow? third or fourth uh, Super Bowl win. And that is my man who's going to help buy me a boat. Because, you know, I've been already investing in his rookie cards. That would be Arch Manning. <laughs> Come Just on. dominating oh. in the year oh, 2043. Yeah. His yeah. fifth MVP, his fourth Super Bowl. And there's no signs of Arch slowing down in the year 2043. That's amazing. Love it. <laughs> And by the way, I'll be on the boat because I invested all my money in his early football of course, cards. So, of course, of course. you know, Ken Golden will just be paying me some straight catch. Jeez, Is luck. that? Are you really investing in his oh, cards? Were you, oh, were you oh, not here? He when does. We, he well, that might have been over the summer when Rich was gone. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's got a few. I yeah, bought a few uh, arch cards a few. last year and this year. He went so. on the old eBay. Yeah. 
Okay. So that's your retirement plan? (laughs) (laughs) He's Arch Manning cards? Arch Manning football cards. What are you, rookie? He's not even a rookie anywhere yet. (laughs) He's in high school. He's in high school. That's even better. Literally a junior. I guess guess 21 years ago, somebody would be saying. Imagine if you had a LeBron card from 2001 from St. Vincent, St. Mary. I have that Sports Illustrated somewhere. You want to take a crack at it, Chris? Sure, uh, Rich. Speaking of uh, LeBron there, TJ. Oh, here we go. Everyone knows LeBron wants to play with his oldest son, mm-hmm. Bronny. Yes. You know I'm, I'm going to say it's not going to be Bronny. <laughs> it's going to be LeBron's youngest son, the middle child, who's currently 15. Bryce James will be 36 years old. Look at that handle right there. Just like his dad shoving off the defender. Winning his mean? third title, going for the fourth to match his dad. <laughs> it's a beautiful kid. Bryce James is going to be a boss. Bryce. <laughs> Love it. By the way, that's a smart play right there because, again, in 2001, when I was on SportsCenter, I remember sitting there talking to Stewart at some point and others as well. We would have these conversations about Venus. Venus was the Williams sister that was going to be the game changer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, Serena, the question was, okay, good luck to her filling her sister's shoes. And uh, okay. Mission accomplished. Yeah, why not? The banner has been hung. <laughs> you know? So that's interesting that you choose the younger sibling. Yeah, right I'm, going, I'm going Bryce okay. James. I'm going to go another uh, child of a superstar player right now. Okay. Um, but the child doesn't exist. 21 years from now, the currently <laughs> unborn child of Aaron Judge. <laughs> I don't know if you have a photograph. <laughs> but the unborn child of Aaron Judge. Aaron... <laughs> the unborn Get to work, sir. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> Get baskets. Uh, the unborn child of Aaron Judge, whoever he or she is going to be, will dominate. I think we got some more. Their, their, their world. Uh, I, mean, I got another one. We got, I got I mean, one. Aaron I think Chris Judge, got one. man. I mean, Aaron Judge. I'll tell you what, Rich. Charlie Woods is going to be walking <laughs> okay, down Augusta. It. Okay, that's right. It. That's Come on. That's, that's, that's mandatory. That's the end of it, right? Because he'll be what? He'll be 34 in 2043? I just love how we're going with kids of the current. What else? Because I, I guess in 2001, we were good. Like, by the way, Dante Bichette's <laughs> right kid. Now, how would we have known? <laughs> you could have guessed Vlad Sr., right? It was fun the other day. Cooper was looking at some YouTube videos of like the million to one shot, billion to one shot highlights. And there was a highlight of a base hit Vlad Sr. had that he hit off of a dirted the one that hit the ground right yes a dirted i guess uh somebody dirted a pitch and it hit a foot in front of the plate and he hit it off the bounce into left center field yeah he's going anyway (laughs) Mm -hmm. they'll coop not to do that in the little but i told him i'm like that's but that's like vlad senior was the best bad ball hitter i have ever seen and he didn't wear batting gloves it was amazing. So that's funny. So you're going Charlie Woods. I'll go Bob. I'll go you're going Bryce, Bryce, I'll go Charlie. Bryce, Bryce James. Bryce Charlie, Charlie Woods. Woods. You're going Arch Manning. I'm going with a, a you know, I got a, twi- one, a, twinkle in the a twinkle in the eye. I got another one, though, I think you might like. Because we're always talking about, you know, the sons of these athletes. But I got something for you here. What do you got? 2043, in her third year in the WNBA coming out of USC, 
She just wins the most valuable player of the WNBA and leads the L.A. Sparks to a championship. And that is the baby daughter of Kobe Bryant, Capri Bryant. Let's see her grow up and and, and accomplish what, unfortunately, Gigi couldn't do and watch Capri go. It's a beautiful thought. I hope that happens, man. Beautiful thought. That would be a beautiful thing. FedEx Cup playoffs. Cage Brockman versus Charlie Woods. <laughs> Let's coming down eighteen. Here you go. <laughs> There's a big age discrepancy there too. Like Charlie would be like the old man compared to Cage. And what would, would, would like twenty? What would the dad on dad chat be like as they're coming up the fairway? Oh, just me and Tiger in a golf cart. <laughs> what, what would you talk about? Oh, what would you man. talk about? Basically, it would be the it would be the Chris Farley show. It'd be like remember the time <laughs> and then you won the Masters and then you shipped in. That was awesome, man. I was crying on my couch. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Tiger's looking at this other guy, this mass hall thinking, "Were you at a Holiday Inn Express last night? How'd you get here? What? Who's this mass hall?" That was awesome. Enough, nobody's choosing a current player right now. What about Joe Burrow? Twenty-one years from now. Uh, current players. That's he's he's already twenty four. What no. am you saying? How about Juan Soto going for his eight hundredth home run? Julio Rodriguez. Why not on his new contract, his six year contract extension? Justin Verlander's still pitching. <laughs> he just what's put on the IL today. I saw that. I don't know. What Joe? How about Joe Burrow playing at age forty five? He why, could do it. Why not? Why not? Living out the whole. He is Tom Brady and reincarnate. I mean, yeah. Zach Wilson's basically a high schooler right oh, now. He, I mean, forty-four-year-old Brett Beatty <laughs> finally is being with someone his age. Forty-four-year-old Brett Beatty it's leading the Mets simple. to another World Series. Brett guys, Beatty, he does look like a child. Like, Brett, do they card him before he bro, goes he, to the plate? Or he's what? twenty-two and he looks I looked seventeen. At him, he, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He looks like a he's, baby. He'll be Forty-four at that point, I believe. That's. I, this is the equivalent of what we're seeing right now. It's nuts. What we're seeing right now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty Crazy nuts. talk. It's pretty nuts. What about uh, Deuce, Jason Tatum's son? Right? <laughs> Deuce could be out there. Here we go. I mean, oh, man, the possibilities are endless. It's fun stuff. Good conversation, Jason. <laughs> fun stuff. Uh, okay, that'll wrap it up for this edition of the program. I want to thank Kurt Warner, Bruce Arians, and my BFF, Desmond Howard, <laughs> that is my guy. That's your man in him. And he, how about him starting by saying, say it with your chest. Oh, baby. What a delight. That's my man right there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Staten Island's own. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. That's me. <laughs> that is true. Thank you. We need a, you need a Wu-Tang name. I'm going to put your name through the generator. The we'll Wu-Tang generator? Yeah. Is there such a thing? Oh, oh for sure there is. Oh, yeah. oh, let's figure that out. We'll do that right now. We'll Wu-Tang give it to you tomorrow. Man, we'll give it to the radio folks tomorrow, but we're going we're gonna to instantly gratify our YouTube streamers. We will chat with you on this show on Wednesday tomorrow. All right, what did you got? Did you put it in there? Twinkly Wildcat. That's yours. See, I got... What did you put in? Rich Eisen? Yeah, Rich See, Eisen. I, I got Sinister Wanderer. Did you put That's Richard Eisen? Better. I put Rich. Oh, I found a different one, though. Which site are you using? Uh, Wu-Tang Twinkly Clan. what? Wu-Tang, Wu-TangClan.net. Yeah, Wu-TangClan.net. That's what I got. Hold on, let me do my own. All right, well... I'm going to put Chris TJ's was much better. What was it? No, whatever Oh, what was it? <laughs> the Sinister Wanderer. Yeah, I'm not. Right. I'd rather be that than Twinkle Cat. What Twinkly, is that? whatever. No, no, Twinkle no, no, Toes? Yeah, you, you can't be, you can't walk down the streets See, of Shaolin you know, with and that. And the whole thing with the YouTube stream and the YouTube... Uh, Undo Mercenary. Oh, that's, right. <laughs> hey, that's dope. That good. That's I right, put that in right. Richard Eisen and got Sinister Desperado. Oh, Ooh, that one is sick. That's, that's ill. Nice. I am the Sinister Desperado. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> That's how Donald right, Glover got Childish Gambino. He put it in the Wu-Tang generator. All right, let's just get out of here. I want to go home and celebrate uh, my daughter's yeah, buddy. birthday with her. It's Wrap Taylor, it up. Taylor Mattingly Eisen turns nine <laughs> years old today. Baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. That's my girl. <laughs> that is amazing. By the way, that's that was on a tablet, recorded that on a tablet at a hotel in Florence, uh, Italy, that we kept on the tablet. So there is a there's a room in this hotel in Florence, Italy, where people can listen to my daughter sing Baby Shark forevermore. <laughs> I left it amazing. I left it on that tablet. But I did send it to me first. She gets very upset when that gets played, so Ooh, tell her I said sorry. It's okay, Jason. Thank you. It's all right. Happy birthday, too. Thanks, brother. Amazing. Appreciate that. That's awesome. We're off and running here on this program. We will see you on back here on our YouTube stream here on Odyssey as well on Wednesday.